0: Burn fat, build muscle, and boost metabolism with my signature 20-minute minimal equipment Metcon workouts at home for busy parents and professionals just like you. My name is BJ Gador. I'm the former fitness director of the Men's Health brand and the author of Your Body is Your Barbell. And this is Express. Express is our signature program at thedailybj.com. It's all about these really fast, fun, and effective 20-minute workouts you can do anytime, anywhere. There are six monthly full-body metabolic conditioning workouts you rotate between on a bi-weekly basis. So every two weeks, you'll rotate between those six workouts, and then you'll do them in the second block of that month, trying to beat your previous performance, but it means each month you only repeat a workout once. I've been doing this for a long time, and I've found that this is the perfect blend of structure and variety, so people have fun, but also they can actually spend time working on the movements enough to see a true gain in performance. Each workout will start with an instructional component where I talk about how to do it, I give you breathing cues, you name it, modifications, regressions, progressions, and then it goes right into a follow on component that automates it from start to finish. All you gotta do is press play and get it done in 20 minutes. Because Uncle Baby Biscuits hates excuses, three of the six workouts every month are body weight only, ideal for minimal equipment, home setups, or traveling, hotel room. I'm gonna keep you in the game throughout the year. And the other three workouts, they still use minimal equipment, stuff you can find at any hotel gym, commercial gym, or even at home. We're talking dumbbells, bands, med balls. There are weekly members-only newsletters where I kind of give you a little more information about the workouts, the method behind the madness, what I was thinking when I made them, all right? But also some optional starters or finishers using our exercise database or just pointing to different resources on the site to keep you in the game. I highly recommend, as a member of this program, you can interact with me and other members by making your post workout reports in the comment section below, asking me questions about the routines. I'm there to help you troubleshoot and keep you engaged and committed and consistent throughout the year. I read every comment and I try to get back to everyone that I can. So I'm here for you throughout the year, invested in your success. My whole thing is this, all right? We live in a world of microwave society. I want things fast, I want the pill, I want the supplement. No, no, we don't mess with that BS. I'm all about this. I wanna get you to commit to a full year of fitness. And then I wanna help you string multiple years of fitness together. I used to be fat, okay? I used to be out of shape. I had injuries all over my body. And I've committed to this process. I've seen the benefits of fitness. And if you buy into the process, and it's all about consistency, I ask you to take on the 3 52 challenge. Three full body workouts a week, 20 minutes each, 52 weeks of the year if you commit to that you will not be disappointed with the results and you'll be blown away with what's possible Because of the power of the compounding effect of these workouts. So buy in 320-52 I'll keep you in the game. These are the best home workouts on the planet. I live it I've been doing this for decades and no one is better at getting people to do this for a lifestyle And that's what I'm all about in this program Yo, BJ Gador with the Get Some Games podcast, and I can't wait to do this episode. Actually, I just watched the Lakers come back against the Indiana Pacers and win a big game trying to get back into the Western Conference playoff race, and at the time of recording this episode, LeBron James is 63 points away from becoming the all-time leading scorer in the history of the NBA, passing the great Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Mr. Skyhook himself, one of the all-time, in my opinion... Uh, sports records, period. You know, right up there with, you know, all-time home runs. And, you know, this guy has been incredible for such a long time. Now, I'm doing this episode in the hot tub, had to sneak it in, and you might hear some planes or some other ambient noise. But, you know, I wanted to just jump in and share uh, this episode with you because LeBron James has been one of my biggest inspirations. I followed his career since the beginning. Actually, my little brother Ben Gador, shout out to Ben Gator, his his nickname, um, got me into LeBron. You know when he was early on with the Cavs, and I've been following him ever since. From from going from the Cavs to Miami, back to the Cavs, all the way back to the Lakers. In fact, he came over to the Lakers uh, right after I made made our big move here to uh, California. So it became a natural fit. I'll remain a Lakers fan after he retires or leaves. But um, I've always been a LeBron James fan. And by the way, I come from being a huge Michael Jordan fan. I was never a Kobe fan until pretty much after he retired. And I started to learn more about his mentality and his overall approach and what he was trying to do outside of the game of basketball. And then also just learning more about just uh, his approach in general on and off the court. Um, So I I, I became a huge uh, fan of his work after his career, post-career, but um, we're witnessing some extreme athletic greatness right now. You know, I wanted to kind of lead off with some stats, all right? He not only will break the all-time scoring record, God forbid something happens from now until then, it's going to happen in a a couple games, but he's also, he just broke top five assists. So he's the only person that ranks in top five assists and points, period. Typically, if you're going to make a top five scoring list, you're not sharing the ball that much. So the fact that he's also in top five assists, he just passed Mark Jackson and Steve Nash. He's now fourth on the all-time assists list. There was a period of time from 2011 to 2018 where he made eight consecutive NBA finals. We're talking about playing seasons deep into June, sometimes even into July, which means you have no offseason. And what that does to the body in terms of wearing the body down, opening the body up to injuries, wear and tear, all that stuff and uh i mean most players will have no tread on their tires and and now he's near 20 still doing great things he's the first player to have 10,000 points, rebounds and assists in his career and he's got over 30,000 points but that that's a incredible triple threat right points, rebounds, assists the three most important stats in the game he's only one to ever hit those numbers and you know, with with the NBA Finals situation, too, he's been to ten total, which is pretty incredible. He is leading all time most consecutive ten point games. Now that that's such an incredible mark, you could say well, it's no big deal, it's easy, just five buckets, right? Or you know, four if you hit some threes and free throws. But you know, you're talking like insane consistency. Again, he's all time like Jordan. I think was uh, mid eight hundreds. Before he uh, that that streak got snapped, who many consider the greatest of all time or the greatest scorer or whatever, uh, LeBron at the at the time of recording this is has over 1,130 straight games of 10-point games. Again, coming back to the just incredible consistency, this guy can just um, casually drop 30, uh, but have a complete game like he gets nearly uh, triple doubles most games. It's it's pretty incredible. He is the only player. In the history of the NBA, to be top hundred in points, assists, rebounds, blocks, three pointers, and steals, and in terms of team influence, right? You know that's a big factor as well. Here's here's a stat: the 2009 Cavs were 66 and 16, top team in the East that year. In 2010, when LeBron James left, took his talents to South Beach in that epic <laughs> televised decision. The Cavs went 19 and 63. So, the man, arguably, has had no. There's been no player who's had a greater influence on his team's success than LeBron James. You know, he, he took, uh, uh, he took that. I think it was 2006 or 2008. I forget the exact year, but when, when he first took the Cavs to the finals, it was just him. There were no other players, even at an at an All-Star level, on his team, and he took that team drug. drug Dragged that team to the NBA Finals and uh, lost to the Spurs. But um, Jordan never made it to an NBA Finals until he had a second guy. Okay? I'm just, I'm just you know, until he got the, the greatest number two of all time in Scottie Pippen, Jordan could never crack the code and make it to the NBA Finals. LeBron James did it with, you know, what, what many analysts have said, a bunch of nobodies. And uh, he didn't win, but he did run into Tim Duncan, Greg Popovich, and an all-time Dynasty in, in the San Antonio Spurs. So, you know, that's something to be considered too. His year 20, listen to his year 20, and this is current season, year 20, 2022 to 2023. Current averages of 30.1 points per game, 8.5 rebounds per game, 7.1 assists per game. All right. Those are greater stats than his first MVP season with Miami about ten years ago, all right, when he was truly in his physical prime. Like when you know, this is when he was just he had uh lightning speed and uh you know peak athletic powers. You know, he doesn't he's not as fast as he used to be, but he is stronger, smarter, he's evolved his game to the point now where he can uh he shoots the three much better. He's got a much better mid-range game and he's got this incredible low post game. Now he like now he's just like, you know, and that's what's so crazy too—just the versatility. You know, he—he he, there's some games where he plays center. I know the, the the game of basketball has changed dramatically now, where it's almost positionless. But he plays the five. He's like a point forward, point center out there on the court. And he's, you know, he's really the uh, the next version of what Magic Johnson was. You know, he's he's a better scorer. Um, I don't think Magic will ever be topped, maybe just from a playmaking standpoint. But he's right there uh, in a more complete score. Um, the rebounds I mean you name it so uh and defensively he's able to shut down almost any player in the court when he locks in defensively especially when he was at his physical peak you know back in the Miami days but uh he's still able to to do that to to play lockdown defense you know in stretches but um I was just blown away by by those numbers I mean his career averages are 27.2 points per game 7.5 rebounds and 7.3 assists per game so again like Near triple double numbers, and the fact that in, in this current year, at 38 years old, um, he's putting up uh, better numbers than his MVP season, and he's you know he's still uh, a top player in the league. Uh, just incredible numbers and stats, and you know also four four NBA championships, four NBA MVPs, and four final MVPs. He won the Finals MVP every year he won the championship, um, and again, a lot of people will point to you know people always want to say, you know, especially if you did grow up during the Jordan era that, you know, no one will ever be better than Jordan. And to Jordan's credit, um, there was, there was something truly special about that guy. Uh, and I think a lot of it was, he came into the NBA with this killer instinct and, uh, LeBron didn't develop that until later in his career, even though he came straight out of high school and has played more, uh, you know, more seasons, but you know, I think a lot of people don't realize with that, Jordan had such an influence in his father, and uh, he had this competitive relationship with all of his brothers, very competitive where they, you know, again, the fights. He, he had, he grew up in a scenario where um, that killer instinct could could be fostered and developed sooner, and LeBron was raised by his mom. The only father influence he had were coaches and his uh, AAU basketball leagues or, and, and such, or in and, and school. And, as someone who knows very well the the power and the game changing influence that um a father figure can have in your life, both good and bad, and I have been on both sides of that, but where I'd be today without the push my father gave me, you know um, I would likely be in jail, I could be dead you know and and I, and I say that, and some of you might laugh, like, oh, this guy's so full of shit or he thinks he's you know he comes from you know whatever but I'm just, I'm just stating facts. Like I've got a cousin who, uh, died from drinking at 29 years old. Um, I've had, uh, a cousin as well in and out of jail, five kids with five different guys. Okay. Um, you know, like the, the by cousin, I mean like, this is my mom's sister's kids. Like these are the, we grew up together and had my father not been such a disciplinarian and, uh, and everything else you know and it didn't push education on me so hard and prevent me from getting into bad situations you know th- that path could have easily been me because environment does dictate a lot of our choices and I made a lot of bad choices I had my own run-ins with the law fighting um physical stuff stuff like that um stuff I'm not proud of but that was part of my development along the way in maturation but had not had a father there to uh you know set me straight along the way I'm sure I would have made even worse choices so um and the fact that he's been able to develop it still uh, is incredible. And, you know, I was I was at a P.F. Chang's recently with my wife eating dinner, and they, they played a throwback game of – it was like uh, – it was Jordan playing uh, Dominique Wilkins, I think, 1987 throwback game. And it, the TV was pretty far away, and it was a smaller TV. But Jordan was just like – the way Jordan would just jump off the screen, th- th- there was a loose ball, and, like, I saw Jordan just leap an extent for this ball in a manner where like almost everyone else around him froze. There was there was an athleticism to Jordan and just a an artistry and um, I, I think artistry is the right word like that no one I think can ever rep- replicate in the game of basketball and p- potentially all athletics. Now let's make no mistake about it LeBron James is 6'8", 260 pounds. Jordan was 6'6", uh, 205 to 215 playing days, all right? He, he bulked up to get to that, to that level, too. So, you know, some will say, you know, one-on-one Jordan would always win, but, you know, he's, he'd have to deal with potentially 50 more pounds and two inches. I don't know how well Jordan would fare down low in the post. Um, but there's no doubt about the fact that in clutch situations, you could say uh, it'd be hard to go against Jordan, last shot of the game fourth quarter overtime Jordan does have an edge on free throws uh then LeBron LeBron has an edge on three-pointers and uh it's not to say LeBron has not made he's made a ton of huge shots uh regular season playoffs NBA finals so and his averages uh in the in some of those NBA finals where he was pushing closer or past 40 points and near triple doubles uh are incredible I mean you know Uh, uh, you could give the edge to Jordan on scoring. I'd give the edge to LeBron on rebounds and assists. You give the edge to Jordan on steals. I give the edge to LeBron on blocks. LeBron has has had some of the game's most epic blocks, including a chase down block in the NBA Finals against the all-time regular season Warriors. Okay, they beat the Chicago Bulls for 72 wins in a regular season versus the 69. The Bulls had... And um, they were down 3 1. No team had ever come back down 3 1. But a LeBron James led team in the Cleveland Cavaliers came back 3 1. And that block on Andre Iguodala, you gotta, if you haven't seen it, look it up. It's, it's a chase down block. He, he barely gets there in time. It's perfectly timed. And it, it, it it's helped seal the victory to, to make the ultimate comeback in sports, or at least in the NBA. Uh, it never happened before. It may never happen again, uh, but it had happened on his watch. So, you know, a lot of people say he's not clutch, whatever else. He will potentially miss some free throws at the end of a game, okay? Uh, and Jordan w- was not likely to do that. So there is a clutch factor there. Um, you know, Jordan um, had some pretty epic games. Uh, but, man, so is LeBron. So uh, it's it's people also always go to the whole, you know, um, Jordan was 6-for-6 six six in the NBA Finals. Can't argue that. All right. Didn't go to as many finals, but he was six for six. LeBron is four and six in the NBA Finals, but he was in four more NBA Finals than Jordan was. And Jordan, when Jordan played, the East was a more competitive conference. Uh, in, in LeBron's time, it was the West. Uh, over the course of his you know long 20-year career, the West was uh, a, a more dominant conference. So he did play um, in a weaker conference comparatively. Um, so that might have put it in a situation where you could get to more total NBA finals. But man, like, again, I think what a lot of people aren't realizing is, um, not having that complete off season, like a lot of other players would have, uh, it's, I mean, it just sets you up for, for injury. And, and, uh, and the fact that he's been able to be so durable is just absolutely incredible. And he's playing better than Jordan uh, at this stage of his career. There's just no doubt about that. He, he has gotten better in many ways, um, you know, Jordan's game definitely evolved, but Jordan didn't get better as he got older after he re- reached his prime. Um, so you know, that's just that's just some incredible stuff to consider. Um other things people point to, I think, with Jordan. Um, you know, from a standpoint of just, you know, business, fashion, Jordan was the trendsetter for all that. Um that, that's that all became possible for LeBron. Um, but you know, LeBron just became the first active <laughs> player to be a billionaire. Jordan reached that level after he retired. He became an owner of the, the Charlotte Hornets. Um, but uh, current player, and LeBron will eventually, there's no doubt he's going to own an NBA team. I think he's, from what we hear, he, he's shooting for the Las Vegas team that the NBA might add as an additional franchise. But uh, I, I on and off the court. Now, you could also say, all right, in, in this incredible GOAT argument, um, Jordan was just about the money, and the wins in the championships. He, he was not a guy that got into politics or off the court stuff. And, and a lot of people, frankly, don't like LeBron because of that. And that's why they like Jordan because I guess he did shut up and dribble. Um, LeBron has been outspoken, um, c- both uh, you know a civil rights and a player's activist. And uh, you know, started doing that more after probably the bag was secured. So um, probably couldn't that, you definitely couldn't put that at the same level of people like Jim Brown. Muhammad Ali, uh, Kareem Abdul Jabbar, you know, Bill Russell, guys that uh, put everything on the line when things may not have been secured for them, um, or obviously 50 plus years ago when, um, you know, things were not nearly the way they are today uh, regarding civil rights. Um, so, you know, it, in, in some ways, it's, it's apropos that he is going to be passing a legend like uh, Kareem Abdul Jabbar, who was also um one of the first uh or most notable player activists uh changed his name from Luwell cinder uh, when he converted to islam um, and uh they don 't really have the best relationship but you know um I, I think there's respect there for sure and this is it's, it's just a special moment and again what what, what I not just being a fan I, I know some of you listening will hate this episode or you you might think less of me. Because you, maybe you're a Boston Celtics fan or, you know, a lot of people don't like LeBron James, period. But again, it is, I think, because he's more outspoken. And uh, I think also something will happen when he breaks this record. And this happened, by the way, there's been there's been athletes that I've loathed. Uh, I was I, I've never liked Tom Brady. OK, never. But man, like there, there were I think it was the sixth Super Bowl he won when um, and he's won seven and. You know, there's he's undoubtedly the best quarterback in history if you go off championships and maybe off-clutch performance, longevity. He's just now retiring at 45 uh, after retiring and then coming back um, and then, you know, trying to play one more season like they often do. Um, you know, was never a fan, but like, wow, that guy's a killer. And uh, he's definitely not as talented as someone like Aaron Rodgers, but Aaron, there's a reason Aaron Rodgers only has one ring. And it's not just because of of the Packers management in front office. Uh, Tom Brady, between the ears, is a different guy than Aaron Rodgers. And you could say that about Michael Jordan versus LeBron James. Some people will. But um, LeBron James isn't done. I, I do believe the Lakers, if Anthony Davis and LeBron James are healthy, if they get into the playoffs, man, you do not want to be in a seven-game series with those two guys in the court. And I believe uh, I, I'm a huge fan. I watch every game on Spectrum. Um, and uh i i i for the last four four years since I moved to california man and i'm i i I love this current team. I love uh Ham as their new coach This is a team that has lost a lot of close games that started two and ten um 0 and five uh and and uh instead of like they did the year before when they get down, they would just give up, they claw back into games they've had a, some incredible comeback victories. And uh, they would have a winning record if they had not lost so many close games. Now they're starting to finally win some of those close games. So I I believe this Lakers team could do some damage in the playoffs if healthy. Um, But he could still win another one is what I'm trying to say. And I think if he won five, um, you know, Kobe won five, Jordan won six, LeBron has four. So some people rank things that way. Um, I think most people objectively, if you look at all the stats, player, uh, individual and team, you know, LeBron has to sit at number two all time. And behind Jordan now, if you won five or six championships i don't think it's a debate who's the best of all time. I think LeBron James gets it automatically um, you know, but you know LeBron has kind of passed Jordan on almost all these key career markers uh he's now passing Jordan on the longevity piece and um you know so and again that whole one on one matchup uh, you got fifty plus pounds and two inches i don't know i don't know um, what would happen in that scenario um, you'd, you'd you want to feel like you give the edge to Jordan, but it would be interesting to see it uh, in person. So, uh, and again, like I was the biggest Jordan fan, I, I, I didn't want to have to go this route. But um, you know, I think at some point, you know, you reach a level of respect. Like, wow, this is just—you may hate him, but you got to respect what he's accomplishing. And I, I think people are going to get there when when he when he does this and continues to play and perform. You know, uh, just the level that's required. And, and again, my whole thing. I preach this all the time to you guys. I'm all about consistency and longevity. Those are the two things that, that I'm really like, I, I tried to put at the forefront of what I do in terms of my career in fitness and, and just my overall practice in life and my approach in life, uh, you know, daily jabs and singles. And so it's been very inspiring for me to see how he's not only able to continue, um, to be, uh, of influence, but in, in some ways he's, he's gotten better, uh, he he strengthened his mental game, um, you know. And, and how do you get out there on the floor uh, as many games as he's needed to to get this this accomplished? And, and also considering too, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar was seven two, okay? Kareem was seven two, and he had the most unblockable shot in the game in the skyhook. hook. Uh, LeBron's had to work harder to get his points, and uh, it's not, not as easy for a six eight player uh, to do that. And as his may may his his speed has eroded or slowed, you know, he just has. He's gotten that grown man strength down low. Uh, he's become super efficient with his uh, scoring, you know, getting getting to the paint. And uh, and Jordan, in a lot of ways too, evolved this game. You know, more fadeaways. He became smarter. Uh, he got he did his shot did improve uh, later in his career as well. But you know, uh, LeBron. I mean, the other day, just the other day, he 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 had the most three pointers uh, in his career. I think it was nine of twelve. He went from the three point line, so he can get super streaky from the three-point line, everyone goes to the shrug game where Jordan had, you know, uh, six threes against the uh, Portland Trailblazers to, to win, en route to win his second NBA championship. But, you know, LeBron just hit nine in a row. Uh, not, not in a row, but um, nine in one game. So I don't know, man, like the argument gets gets tougher and tougher. Uh, most analysts will always give the edge to Jordan. But the the reason um, I look for, to the LeBron standpoint is because he he's been one of the the first players to really invest in the recovery piece of his body. You know, several million dollars a year is invested into his body. You know, um, from a variety of modalities, he's got a trainer that basically, you know, follows him everywhere. Uh, The trainer, I mean, has has sacrificed his own life to just be LeBron's trainer and help him along the way. Um, He's dived hard into meditation, breathing, you know. um, All these pieces that, you know, I've had to start, now at this age, because I have lost that natural recovery ability that I had in my youth. Um, so again, he's, he's, he's my, like, he's my longevity, consistency and recovery, uh, inspiration. And I look, I look to, uh, him t- during times when I kind of feel down about myself or, um, you know, I, 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 need that to kind of keep pushing and keep going. And, and, and also always finding new ways to motivate yourself that was something that Jordan was great at, you know, uh, creating, even sometimes, uh, faking, uh, creating fake situations where sometimes a a player that didn't even insult him, he thought he did, or he'd make it up in his head to get motivated to play a game. Um, LeBron obviously is a master at internal motivation and now he's got, he he has had some pretty uh, good external motivators along the way, right? To win championships and, uh, it was the first championship for Cleveland, I think, 50-plus years. Uh, he brought that to that city after leaving and being hated. People burning his jersey, came back, and won them that championship down 3-1 against the greatest regular season NBA team in history. Uh, an incredibly stacked Warriors team of Steph, Clay, Draymond Green, um, Steve Kerr, an all-time coach and role player in the NBA. So, um, I don't know, man, it's, it's just incredible, and... Uh, the, the amount that you have to go into, like what I'm also so impressed about is the, the care for the body. He, I mean, he immediately goes, you often see him after a game, he'll do the the, the post con, post-game post press conference or interview, and he goes, he like, he almost runs off the court. He's, he goes right into recovery. Like he's going right into, I, it's probably I don't know, some icing, um, some tissue work, probably some Norma Tech, whatever it is, but he goes right into it and... um that's the that's the level that a lot of players have not gotten to until now, you know. Most guys were willing to put their body out there on the line, but you know they'd be eating like shit, drinking, smoking. You know, um, LeBron. You know, he'll, he's he'll have wine. Uh, I'm sure he has cigars on on occasion. I'm sure there's some weed worked in there as well. But you know, that's I think a big part of recovery. Someone who uses that personally uh, with edibles, but not smoking, because again, I would never want to put smoke into my lungs. But he really has uh attacked the recovery side and that's what's unlocking this never seen before longevity. So when I share recovery tips with you guys, it isn't lip service. You're seeing the uh, the power of uh passive, active, proactive recovery in motion with this guy. And um this is not a guy who like maybe a Steph Curry, you know, like it's it's a, it's it's a lot of skill, like a lot of skill and it's a lot of um you know, just there's a gift there that Steph Curry has from, from a shot standpoint. Um, LeBron goes full court, man, still like full court locomotive, uh, guys bounce off his body. He's like, it's almost like a pinball machine out there. And he still has that burst. What he doesn't have right now at this age is that starting speed or acceleration. But once he gets going, nobody can stop him still. Uh, but you know, if you get tight enough on him, high enough on the perimeter, you, you know, uh, a, uh, a, a, a defensive genius like Kawhi Leonard with length, and um, can slow him down or get, get in his way or make him have to do you know pick and roll and that type of stuff. But you know, still when he when he gets going, he's just as good if, if not better because of just his size and strength at this age that uh, is is even better than what he had in his prime. So you know, I am inspired to keep getting more and more out of my body when I see something like that. I hope I hope it inspires you as well to kind of keep pushing the envelope and seeing what's possible with your body. And again, what you may lose in raw physicality, you can gain in wisdom and experience. And and there's also just this grown man aspect or grown woman aspect of like you get to a certain age and it's just, um, you're, you are truly no longer a kid. No one will confuse you with being a kid. And, uh, there, there is, there is a a strength that you can have at, at this more advanced age that you just can't attain in your youth. Now the speed and the, and that raw athleticism goes away, but man, that, that, that's why I called that the grown ass, grown folk strength. It's, it's something different and we're seeing it in action. So I, I had to just jump on a podcast and talk about it because I, again, I'm, I'm a huge fan and, uh, of not only him and the Lakers and, uh, a huge fan of the NBA. And this is an all-time record that's about to be broken that, you know, you, you'll probably want to tune in for, um, just like the home run record or, or like the career games played, the like the Cal Ripken record that's another amazing one in longevity uh but for him to get this points record and still be like a top player in the league not just be a journeyman or a guy off the bench like still like he's averaging 30 points a game <laughs> okay like um it's it's pretty fucking incredible you you have to give credit to him even if, if you don't like him for his views and his opinions and uh his theatrics which a lot of people don't like you know they, I, I hear uh i hear people call him LaQueen or uh you know, for for complaining and stuff like that, but, you know, the the, the numbers are the numbers, and uh, the achievements are the achievements, and at some point, you know, like I said, I may not be a Brady fan, but, man, I respect what he accomplished out there in the gridiron. You can't argue with it, and um, you have to give him his due. This is pretty incredible stuff, and it's not by accident. He's had a lot of gifts, but he came into this league you know, um, 18 out of high school as the chosen one with all that hype. And he, he managed to not only live up to, but surpass that hype. So it's been, it's just been an incredible, uh, journey. And, uh, you know, I know, I know my turn some of you off, I might sound like a fanboy here, but I'm actually not like, I, I, I don't have the interest of ever meeting him or anything like that. Or, you know, like some people do, um, I wouldn't be opposed to it. I wouldn't like not do it but it's i'm not i've I've never approached things in that way i don't uh you know i'm not i'm not an i don't idolize people um i look for inspiration and you know he is one he's been one of my big inspirations both on and off the court i mean he's got style he's got fashion he's got business acumen um he's built the digital empire um production company you know he's he's had blockbuster movies he's been uh on tv and movies um I mean, there there really isn't much, and who knows what he's going to do after he re- retires. And he may be the first one, his goal is to stay and play as long as he can until hopefully his, his son, Bronny, gets into the league. And that would be, I mean, that, that'll that be epic to see uh, whether they're on the same team or not, but to see a father-son play in the NBA um, and to be one of the all-time greats uh, could be pretty cool as well. Uh, so, you know, I wanted to jump on and, and, and just kind of share, uh right before this like it's in a couple games the record's going to be broken. I uh, hope you check it out. Um but if you haven't uh you know watched or tuned if you're not an NBA fan or but you're a fitness fan, you've got to respect what this guy has done with his body. It, this has never been done before. And uh check out some highlights, uh, dig deeper in, into what the man does on and off the court um and take what you can to apply to what you do because again that's my whole thing, man. Longevity, consistency, and he is the king of both. There's no one that's done it better for longer, and he stayed, uh, he's stayed he's maintained peak performance uh, now in year 20, where, where others were there was a clear decline. Um, and there may have even been like uh, three or four years ago, you could say, oh, that, there might be some chinks in the armor, but then he, he continued to evolve his game in a manner that has allowed him to, uh, you know again, be one of the top players in the league at, at this stage. So I uh, hope you guys enjoyed this quick podcast. If you're not a fan of the NBA or you hate LeBron James, it might not be one of your favorite episodes, but I don't care. Uh, This is my podcast. I'm going to do what I want. And I have some great stuff coming your way, including a breathing podcast. And uh, you got to get ready for the 28-day post-holiday shred, man. It is going to be epic. Rapid fat loss diet and training program. You'll lose 5 to 10 pounds of pure body fat or drop a dress or pant size in just 28 days. A beginner and advanced diet option a body weight only and a minimal equipment training option and you have used just a single dumbbell, single band, single med ball for the training. It's all follow along workouts and there's also a discounted diet only option if you don't want to do the workouts or you're already a member of thedailybj.com so you can get the diet to go with it because the workouts that we do at the thedailybj.com are the prescription. Uh, they are the workouts you want to be using. Our Gorilla Corn Gains members will get the best of both worlds, shred and gains, uh, combining it with the uh, post-holiday shred diet. So. Uh, make sure to go to my newsletter list, bjgador.com, get on that email list. You get first notice at lowest price uh, for the post-holiday shred, which starts officially Monday, February 13th, the day after the Super Bowl. But this program will be available uh, at full price. It's, you know, you want to get the early bird rate, you want to jump in right away at what I just mentioned. But uh, the, this will be, in my mind, this is the program that people can jump into any time when they're getting ready for a wedding, uh, spring break, uh, summer shred, honeymoon, a photo shoot, whatever big thing's coming up when you have maximum motivation in a short period of time, a deadline's in place. this is the program for you, and it'll be available uh, ongoing but um, you'll want to jump into it i 've got exclusive motivational podcasts i 'm even going to add in my uh, my like what I do to get ready for a photo video shoot kind of final three to five day uh, protocol that again i don 't recommend because it 's extreme, uh, but I will open the curtain and share what uh you know, what I do to, to, to do what I do. And uh, I think some people will enjoy that, but get ready for the post holiday Shred. It's going to be unreal. And uh, definitely tune in to see uh, LeBron James break this incredible record uh, if you're looking to be a part of history. All right, love you guys, peace. Gorilla Corn Gains 2023 is truly where Shred meets Gains. My name is BJ Gador. I'm the former fitness director of the Men's Health brand and the author of Your Body's Your Barbell. Each Gorilla Corn Gains workout starts with an instructional component where I coach you through all the movements, how to make it harder, easier, how to modify, and then we get right into a new benefit or feature, follow along. So everything is follow along and automated, the timing is locked in, the visual reference, all you gotta do is press play and you're done. Every single workout can be completed in 20 minutes or less. Yes, there's a hybrid program here, right, where you do a muscle gain workout that's 20 minutes, then move right into a 20 minute fat loss workout, but on days where time is tight, you can just do one of those for a 20 minute routine just to stay in the game. Plus, each month you get an active recovery week in the fourth week where we cut the training volume in half and you just do a 20 minute express workout to allow your body time to heal and grow. Each year starts by going back to the basics, laying that rock solid fitness foundation, but things get progressively harder over the course of the year. By the time you get to November, December, you will not believe how challenging the workouts are, but they'll be sustainable and doable because of this snowball effect throughout the year. For example, in Q1, you'll do an upper body workout on Monday, a lower body workout on Wednesday, and an advanced core workout on Friday. Quarterly, I'll change that split as we shift our focus and get you moving throughout the year. Gorilla Corn Gains includes all of the 2023 Express content that's 60 total killer metabolic fat burning workouts, plus all of this advanced muscle building gains programming. If you've been an Express member, but you want a longer workout, you're looking for more size and strength, you're ready to take on the challenge of these more advanced workouts, Gorilla Corn Gains is exactly what you're looking for. Corn Games uses the exact same equipment as Express, bands, bells, body weight, and med balls with the addition of dip and pull up bars. Other than that, all this stuff can be used at home and of course, at any gym. Throughout the program, you can ask me any questions about the workouts or if you're struggling with something and help you troubleshoot through it. You can also interact with other rare beasts, just like you, busy parents and professionals trying to get the most out of their bodies and finding a way to get it done, no matter how busy they are. I'll also be in regular communication with email newsletters to make sure you stay the course and get the most out of the program and also share more of the method behind the madness of all your workouts. Get ready for a new and improved version of Gorilla Corn Gains, streamlined, simplified. Everything's an hour or less, shred meets gains. Everything is follow along. All you gotta do is press play and get it done. And this is gonna be the most sustainable way to train like me we've ever had before. Get some gains and earn your horn in 2023.